This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Self-Care Cali, the podcast. I'm really excited about our topic today. I'm going to be talking about empaths and ghosts, and it's going to be spooky, and I hope you like it, and I want to do a little bit of housekeeping in the beginning here. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about my Patreon page which is where you can go to become a patron of this podcast and my other uh, social accounts like YouTube and places. Oh, the blog. Oh my gosh, I have a blog, you guys. It's selfcarecali.com and I would love if you would check it out, give some of those articles a read. Same with the YouTube channel. If you could watch some of those videos, I hope you enjoy them. Um, If you're here listening to this, you're already listening to the podcast. So thank you very much. If you could subscribe and maybe give a five-star review if you are using an Apple product, if you're in that iTunes place, that would be awesome. If you could maybe share with your friends if you enjoy the show. If you enjoy this episode, snap a screenshot. You can post it on your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories or your Twitter. That's where I'm spending a lot of my time right now is on Twitter. If you guys want to follow me, I am self-care Cali everywhere because I cannot keep up with different handles. And oh, where I don't know if you guys heard that. That burp sounded like a demon coming out of me. It was like real low and soft. Okay. And we're back. Okay. But back to the Patreon thing. Um, so Patreon is where you can come and support the shows and all the different outlets. You can do it for like the price of a cup of coffee every month. So one day you can make your coffee at home instead of going out to the Starbucks. Um, So you could just do $5 a month. You could do a one-time thing. Um, Whatever you feel led to do is okay with me. (laughs) And I appreciate it. I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do patron, patron, (laughs) patron exclusive stories So I will collect some stories and read it exclusively to the patrons. So there'll be exclusive episodes there on Patreon. So it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash self-care Cali. Or if you just search self-care Cali on Patreon.com, you will be able to find me and become a patron. And I will record the first exclusive episode when we hit 10 patrons. So Um, I'm going to work on some content for that page and just thank you. If you do decide to become a patron, that is super meaningful to me and it, I'm just so. 
Okay, so I thought <laughs> that I would start by looking up what an empath is because I'm pretty new to this and I figured there's maybe a lot of people out there who haven't heard of an empath or isn't really sure what that means. And I think that there's a lot of empaths out there who don't know that they're empaths. And I think that empaths in general are misunderstood. So in order to talk about empaths and ghosts, which I feel like a lot of people probably have opinions on whether ghosts exist or not, I wanted to explain where I'm coming from as an empath and how I view ghosts. So I just thought I would kind of combine all that in. So I googled what is an empath. And the first thing that came up was on dictionary.com. And it says, first of all, it says, in parentheses, chiefly in science fiction, which I thought was really interesting. And then the definition is a person with the paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. So I actually really like this definition because it kind of speaks to what I want to talk about today, which is the paranormal. And it does seem like kind of a, a superpower, if you will, but it also feels like a curse a lot of the times. And empaths, if you're listening to this, I think you will relate to that. Um, I feel very deeply and often, and I feel like I kind of absorb the energy of the people around me. So if someone has a really negative energy, um, it brings me down in a way. Like I, it brings me to that place within myself, if that makes sense. Not necessarily down because it's okay to be down. Um, but <laughs> when you don't want to be and you feel like you aren't actually down, you just feel down because of someone else's energy, it's very confusing sometimes to be able to switch your emotions so quickly um, based off of the energy that you feel. So I'm kind of trying to harness that power and that scares me um, a lot <laughs> because I do believe in energies. I mean, how can you not? It's a, it's a fucking science fact, right? I mean, uh, sometimes I wish I had someone recording with me to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? A science fact, Callie, like get your words out. But, um, energy is energy, right? So I believe that all people have energy and there's good energy, there's bad energy. And that when we leave, we can leave those energies. And so that's what I think ghosts are. It's those leftover energies. So if someone has spent their entire life with a really negative energy and they are angry or resentful or hateful or any of those really dark, dark energies, I think that that can stay around because if we're not healing ourselves and getting rid of those energies, they can consume us. And I think that they can 
stay around because they're that powerful. So let's do one more little empath. Are you an empath exercise? Um, and I'm reading off one of my favorite blogs. It's called Highly Sensitive Refuge. And if you haven't heard me talk about it before, Highly Sensitive Person is another way that I, um, another label that I define, relate with is a highly sensitive person. So I stumbled across this highly sensitive refuge blog and it's really, really good. So um, if you kind of related to what I said before, but you're not sure you're an empath, I'm going to read these 13 signs and I will put the link to the blog in the description. So you guys can go find it (laughs) because it's really good and you can read more because I'm not going to go into too much detail about um, each one. So number one is you take on other people's emotions as your own, which is what I just talked about for sure. And this is because of more active mirror neurons. If you're into science, that's super, super cool. Um, Number two is sometimes you experience sudden overwhelming emotions when you're in public. Uh, This happens to me all the time. I cry everywhere. I've cried in the grocery store. Um, the movie theater, (laughs) um, movies can be tough. You guys as an empath can be rough out there. Um, number three, the vibe of a room matters to you a lot. This is a big one. This is what I was talking about too. You know, you can feel the energy of people and you just, it's hard to, uh, want to stay in a bad, bad vibe place. Uh, Number four is you understand where people are coming from. That's another good one. I totally feel like I can relate to people a lot, like with understanding and like just, just understanding, I guess that's as base, as simple as it needs to be said. Uh, Number five, people turn to you for advice. Yeah. I mean, I would say that throughout my life, people have come to me for advice for sure. Uh, I haven't always given good advice, but hopefully now that will change now that I'm learning and healing and uh, (laughs) learning how to not be an asshole a little bit better. Uh, Number six, tragic or violent events on TV can completely incapacitate you. This is a big one, uh, especially with all the horrible things that happen in our society in America these days. Uh, yeah, it's rough. Uh, number seven, you can't contain your love for pets, animals, or babies. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I do love animals. Uh, well, and babies too. I just don't have any of my own yet, you guys. So I feel really uncomfortable around kids because I feel like I'm going to break them even though I know that they're not going to break. I have learned that (laughs) through some of my friends who have kids. Oh, they're not going to break. That makes me feel better. Uh, Number eight, you might feel people's physical illnesses too, not just their emotions. Um, Number nine, you can become overwhelmed in intimate relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to like have someone, (laughs) uh, when you're so up and down all the time, it's hard to like 
I'm so lucky is what I'm trying to say that like Cam understands me or at least puts up with me. I don't know which it is sometimes. Um, just kidding. Love you, babe. Uh, you're a walking lie detector. Yeah. Not always, but when I'm listening to my intuition, a faux show. Okay, number 11, you can't understand why any leader wouldn't put their teams first. Oh my gosh, that's a big one. It's so hard to watch people who are in leadership positions or like managers who like don't understand what their team needs. Mm. And then number 12, you have a calming effect on other people and the power to heal them. Boom, it's a good one. And number 13, you cannot see someone in pain without wanting to help. Yeah, it's true. It's a good one. You guys, this blog is so good. You guys have to check it out. It's Highly Sensitive Refuge. This is not an ad. I just really love their blog. I started to look at the related articles that they recommended to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that one's good, too. Um, Okay, so if you relate to those things, I would suggest researching more about being an empath. I'll probably end up talking more about it because it's a big part of what I'm focusing on in my healing journey, trying to tap into that side of myself because it's been ignored a lot. So, okay, next we're going to talk about the ghosts. Okay, so this is the part that I'm so excited about because I went on Twitter And I said, hey, everyone, I need some ghost stories for my podcast. And I got some people who replied, which is like, oh, my gosh, it is amazing. So thank you so much to everyone who uh, sent me DMs and emailed me. And I have saved these to read on air while I'm recording because I didn't want... um, I wanted to capture my reaction. So I'm pulling up my DMs right now. Okay. This is from Chan Queen Unique You One. I'm probably so that really terrible, but that is uh, your handle here. Okay. If I told you then when someone close to me dies, I get visit the same night. When I lost, oh, this is sad. Okay. When I lost my first baby at Christmas 2010, my mom's parents came. They stood in my bedroom. I saw them. I was awake. Oh my gosh. That is really touching and really sad. I'm so sorry that you lost your baby. Um, okay. Then in 2011, I went graveside and was taking photos when I saw two children, a boy and a girl, doing a ring around the roses and next to them, I saw my granddad standing there with his cigar. Then December night, 2012, my mom, Oh oh my gosh, my mom died to suicide. Again, I got three visits. One from my grandparents telling me something was going to happen. Next was my other granddad with his frame. He was walking in the hallway. Oh my gosh. I have the goosebumps. Oh my goodness. Okay, a couple more messages here. Uh, I was at a friend's house a few weeks ago, and it was 2.30 a.m. I saw a ghost of a young black girl. She was standing at the bottom of my bed smiling. So I do believe in ghosts. I lost two elderly ladies I looked after both nights before they passed. They came to see me in order to let me know they had passed. 
Oh, on the next day, butterflies would fly around me in the home. Yep, butterflies for sure are a sign, I think. That's definitely a common um, way that people say they come to uh, loved ones who have passed come to visit us. Okay, last message. Um, I also had a sparrow bird flew into my house and sat in my window staring out last year. My godmom passed away that afternoon. Oh my gosh, that is so scary. Thank you so much for sharing your stories with me. Um, it was really touching. I'm so sorry that you've lost a lot of people close to you. It's really, really tough. Um, but it sounds like you have some people watching out for you on the other side coming to visit you. But that is super scary. I would be so, I don't know. I would be on the lookout all the time. Okay. So that was our first story. And now we're going to go, I got another email from Skippy. So let me pull that one up. Okay. Skippy emailed me selfcarecali at gmail.com. If y'all are listening and you have stories, please send them. (laughs) Um, I really want to tell more of your stories, especially ghost stories, because I love them. Um, And I'm recording in the daylight. Trust. Okay. Skippy says, hi, Callie. Here are some ghost stories. I swear they are all true. I worked for a well-known amusement park. These first few are from there. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. I rented a dorm style room in a building that used to be a hotel a very long time ago. There was one particular room no one ever stayed in very long. It was down at the end of a long hallway. Oh oh my gosh. Back in the hotel days, a housekeeper died in there. It didn't matter who moved in. Every single occupant reported the same. They would leave their room a mess, and when they returned, the bed was made and their clothes folded. Oh, my gosh. This sounds like a benefit to people not frightened of ghosts. Yes, it does. I agree, (laughs) Skippy. (laughs) One night, this ghost sounds like my new best friend. Uh, One night, I was asked by the newest occupant to accompany them to that room for moral support. I even opened the door for him. There she was, the ghost, folding his pants. She simply smiled. I nodded, said thank you, and she vanished through the wall. I turned to find this new occupant had run down the hall and was headed for the stairs to the lobby to request a new room. I turned again, this time toward the fire exit. She was looking through the window of the fire door at me, only to disappear. Before you think this was an actual person, the staircase to this particular fire door had been removed and we were on the second floor. Oh my gosh, that story is crazy. I don't know what I would do, honestly. I don't know what I would do. Okay, I need to take a sip of water before we go to this next story because this is getting intense. I really should find someone to record with me while I'm uh, reading ghost stories. But luckily, I'm not alone in the house. I would not be doing this. Okay. This park had a building that used to house a ballroom. A few dancers were said to be resident ghosts there. One night, I was up there in the old ballroom, which was being used as a storage room. I was getting ready to leave when I felt a tap on my shoulder. 
A woman's voice asked if I wanted to dance. I turned to find no one was there. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so curious what park this is. <laughs> this park had to get rid of their original carousel when they found it was haunted. While the man was carving the horses, his wife was stepping out with a local gigolo. But the man eventually found out about his wife's infidelity when he caught them in the act. In his anger, he murdered both his wife and the gigolo and hid them in the hollowed out horses. Oh my gosh. It was all well and good until he was forced to confess. Their bodies were removed, but their ghosts were allegedly appearing, riding the very horses they'd be stuffed into. Oh my gosh. That is so sad and totally creepy. Holy moly. Okay. Oh my gosh, there's three more stories, you guys. This is terrifying. <laughs> okay, near the haunted carousel building, which is now solely used for a Halloween haunted maze, were the swan boats. There was a girl I knew who didn't believe in ghosts and said so often. One night, she was alone at the swan boats at closing time. She heard female laughter and felt a hand push her into the swan pond. You'd think this was a prank by her coworkers. However, all of her coworkers were male and the area was empty except for her. Oh my gosh. I wonder if she is a believer now. Holy smokes. Okay. So those are the all the ones about the amusement park. And then here are some other true ghost true ghost stories. Oh, Skippy, these are good. Okay. The Giants faced the Broncos in the Super Bowl. I was home alone watching the game while my mom worked. We'd inherited the house from my great aunt and uncle. Uncle Harry reportedly died in my room. I knew this and occasionally saw or heard something that suggested he kept an eye on me for my mom. He was a Giants fan. Being a Browns fan, I loathed the Broncos. So when the Giants scored a touchdown, I got excited and yelled touchdown and threw my arms up like a referee. Across the room, my closet door suddenly flung open and some of the books on my shelf flew off. I always chalk this up to Uncle Harry's way of sharing my excitement. Oh, that's a nice story. I like that. I like that. I'm down with Uncle Harry's ghosts. Okay. Oh, this one starts off sad. A dear friend died tragically, having been hit by a train while jogging. I'm so sorry, Skippy. At the end... At the, oh, sorry. At the suggestion of another empath, I downloaded the Ghost Radar app on my phone. Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard of that. He might stop by, she said. According to the app, he did. One night, I felt a strong presence, so I turned it on. I asked who was visiting me. The Ghost app reported that he'd said hi and his name and then his son's name, the name of his company, and the name of his business partner. He also said railroad killed heaven, wings, and sweet. Needless to say, I no longer doubt the app. Since then, according to the app, I have also encountered my grandfather, my former boss's grandfather, and a handful of spirit guides and deities. Enjoy, Skippy. That is so cool. Thank you so much for sharing all of those. Oh, my gosh. Those are some really good stories. So that is all for today. Thank you all so much for listening. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of spookiness that we had today. I certainly did. Again, if you have any stories that you want to share, they can be ghost stories or they can be empath stories. Um, They can really be anything, survivor stories. If you have a story to tell, I want to tell it. And those might be on our Patreon exclusive episodes. I might release some here. We'll see how it goes, how many emails I get at selfcarecali at gmail.com. And thank you all so much for listening. Seriously, seriously, thank you so, so much. And I will talk to you all soon. Okay, bye.